I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. episode 44 of see you next wednesday a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this episode's dropping wednesday december 26th boxing day and my name's dan gorman and yeah it's a new exchange fellatio fe <laughs> my name's casey lyons and when life gives you lemons you make things out of lemons <laughs> I'm Greg, and what do you call it when you look at the sky in a poetic kind of way? You know, when you grope for Luna. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, shit. I like the way he does that on the BBC session. Yeah. You know, when you grope <laughs> for <laughs> Luna. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Uh, this episode's a special one because it's yeah. dropping uh, a very special, special episode. Dropping on Boxing Day. You guys are all Christmassed out. Yeah. How was your Christmas? The Mayans didn't kill us. The Mayans didn't kill us. We're alive! (laughs) Are we? What a joke. Maybe we're all dead and this is hell. (laughs) Are we? Is this truly living? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, some... We're going to play some 87 throwback today. Mm -hmm. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We're not doing film roulette. So... Next time, next, yeah, the so next. Remember uh, everything that we rolled for from yeah, before. Uh, I we'll have to be, see that goddamn bet lit met, yeah. <laughs> movie. Yeah, Greg, you Greg do. will be we'll seeing be parental guidance. Django I almost want to buy. Casey's going to talk about Les Mis. Les Mis. I am. I'm, <laughs> no, no, Greg. Casey's going to sing about Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> you should sing totally your review. I sing think I might. Um, I almost want to buy a ticket to go see the uh, the Bette Midler Billy Crystal movie. Not to go see it, but just to watch you see it. <laughs> <laughs> Get popcorn and stare. Yeah. At just watch you in <laughs> he's, horror. He's not liking this. <laughs> yeah, I might go see This is 40 over the break. Oh, I also yeah. want to see Zero Dark Thirty. There's yeah, a shitload yeah, yeah. of movies. I right? want to see that before Oscar times because yeah. that's going to be... Uh... Everyone says it's incredible. Yeah. Um, this past week, I saw Jack Reacher. Yeah. Um, Jack Reacher. Which, by the time this episode drops, it'll be have, have been out. What did you say? Jack Reacher around. Oh. Because I'm... You turned it sexual. I did. <laughs> He reaches for dicks. <laughs> oh my god! Like right around. I was wondering where he, what he was reaching around for. <laughs> now I understand that and his master detective skills. Well, this is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> By deduction, I think. <laughs> I won't um, know until I get forensics reports on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take this hand into the lab. Somebody smell my hand. <laughs> 
smells like a dick. <laughs> the, the, the lab guy comes up in a trench coat, a lab coat. Well, results are back. Smells like a dick. <laughs> well, Merry we Christmas, s- everyone. <laughs> we can smell like a dick. It smells like a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're talking about dicks. And how they smell. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're ruining Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, you know, go, go go shopping on Boxing Day. Put this in your headphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> us talking about the dick jokes. <clears throat> um, Jack Reacher is. Uh, I was surprised at how much like a noir detective movie it is. And yeah. I, when I say that to people, they are surprised too because the trailers make it look out like it's well, like they're slam like, bang it's the action. Born supremacy meets Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, punches There's you not- in the face and yeah. smells your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a movie smell your dick before? <laughs> my favorite part of the movie was when it smelled my dick. Yeah, now, the, now the movie smells your dick. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That was amazing. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of sleep. No, no. I'm very punchy. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Tom Shale says this movie will smell your dick. Oh. <laughs> Roger right. Ebert says never before has a movie smelled my like dick so excitingly, <laughs> so thoroughly. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Christmas spectacular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like uh. Jack Reacher, but I was disappointed that uh, there was uh, some there was some really cheesy shit in it. Um, it. It has its moments, though. Werner Herzog's really good as it in as a, as a bad guy in it. He basically uh. is narrating a, a documentary every scene. He's just like oh, yeah. like he'll just kind of like go off on tangents, and it kind of almost seems like it's from a different movie, but in the best possible way. Yeah. He's really good in it. The girl, I don't know her name, but uh, I'm not so sure about her. She doesn't really have, like, a poker face. There'll be scenes where, like, she's talking to Jack Reacher on the phone, and nobody else in the room is supposed to know that she's talking to Jack Reacher, and she goes, like, <sighs> like and just, like, <laughs> and just, like, opens her eyes and, like, gasps for a really long time, and everyone else in the room is, like, what's, what? Who are you talking who, who, who to? Who are you talking to? Is it? No one. Just yeah. order the pizza, please. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some stuff that was pretty cheesy. <gasps> and i'm also uh it also it opens with like five or ten minutes of no dialogue just this guy getting ready kind of to like go uh commit this uh shooting it's like the the whole point plot of the movie is like a guy takes a sniper rifle and shoots a bunch of random people which is pretty crazy like coming out now and stuff after all the things that have happened but i thought the opening was incredible like it was so good and then they started talking and i was like oh this isn't like it's weird because it has a lot of like amazing dialogue like the inside of an ambulance line from the yeah, trailer yeah. and there's a bunch of other really good lines but then there's other lines where you're like well, how'd that one slip by <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i liked it overall i would say go see it it's fun i'll see i'll probably i like to text on yeah, netflix I, I do too yeah and uh, i i kind of knew it was going to be that from well i read a whole bunch of stuff that was uh really angry that tom Cruise yeah because jack reacher's apparently like a He's huge, to be a huge giant man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Not so, a tiny little sprite. Yeah, he's good <laughs> in it. Although I watched the entire movie assuming just out of frame was like a series of apple boxes like scattered yeah. throughout so that he's like tall and everywhere. <laughs> he just jumps from apple box to apple box. <laughs> Seriously, how do they do it though? Off. Because I mean the angles aren't low and he's like in a normal sized room with normal sized people. I think they well, use that Lord of the Rings. Like, a miniature He's pretty person. short though. <laughs> <laughs> they use that, that like Lord of the Rings force perspective. They, they split some like uh, he's not some, like a freak. He's like, he's my a, God, this tiny man! How you can hold it? him in his in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was fun. it. Was good. I liked it. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else before we get into eighty-seven throwback? I don't I know, you guys so. watch anything? It's been a short week. It's been yeah. yeah we're jumping yeah. right in. I just saw you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, let's get into We're going to play a bit of 87 Throwback We'll go talk about a movie time. and a couple albums So, here go we go We're going to go back in time Eighty-seven throwback is our weekly segment where we take a look at a movie and this week a couple albums from nineteen eighty-seven and what? celebrate uh, their anniversary. This may be the last uh, episode of eighty-seven throwback before we. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind take, of is, take isn't look, it? Because yeah, yeah. we'll our next record will be in uh, yeah. two thousand thirteen. So mm-hmm. look for that. We're gonna have some news coming up about eighty-eight throwback. Yeah. Um. So check it out. But this week we're talking about Steel Dawn. And yeah. a couple albums, which we'll get to. Yeah. But let's just get Steeled On out of the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which it took me two and a half days to get Steeled On out of the way. This movie <laughs> is starring Patrick Swayze. It's basically like a... Like, how would you... How'd you it's, it's, it's like a, a Western... It's Well, it's a post-apocalyptic movie yeah. that leans on uh, Westerns, particularly Shane. Shane. Right. It's almost a remake of Shane, from yeah, what I've yeah. read. It steals a lot from uh, The Road Warrior. Yeah. Oh, and, good Lord. Uh, like, when that dog shows up, I'm like, yeah, of course you have a dog. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and it stars Patrick Swayze and Arnold Vuzlu. Sort of. <laughs> and uh, Brian James. Brian James. Brian James. Now, Arnold yeah. Vuzlu, which character is that guy? Is that the He's what, the who, one. He's like, I told you not to blow sharp things. He's the one who's trying okay, to He's yeah. the mummy guy. Who's, like yeah. the, who's the, he's guy? the He's dark. He's dark man, too. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in Dark Man, target. too. Um, Target. Who was the guy that, that is like the head of the camp that he shows up to? Because I know that guy. I've seen him like a million times. You mean the guy from Dawkin? Uh, Anthony. Oh. Anthony oh, Zerbe, the old, okay. the old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. guy who gets drunk and shit. That guy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I've seen this guy before. I thought he was like dead a wrestler zone. or something. Dead, dead Zone. Yeah, he's in the Dead Zone. No, I don't know him from that because I've never seen that. <laughs> uh, seen the Dead Zone? No. Oh man, watch the Dead Zone. I should. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, so good. Ste- Steel Dawn. Yeah, I want to start off by posing the question: Why is this movie called Steel Dawn? Yeah. I don't know because boring sand was already taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's about water. Yeah, it's not yeah. about steel. Well, well but he has steel. a sword. Oh, he, oh, his sword. Yeah, is sword. that what it is? Yeah, yeah that's which what I looked thought. a lot more like tinfoil than anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this okay. movie. Okay, so Pat, how do you want to? How should we break well, down okay, the plot? Now here? it's in the. I'm going to presume it's the future. It's and post it's World War Three. Is it? Yes. Did they? Uh, did they, they say, say like about after that? the war? I don't really, is it after? There's the, one. They they say like, oh, your father died in the war. Or yeah, something. they kept talking about the wars and the big sand. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, so I don't know what World War III. And I was also like, how far in the future is this? Why does everyone have crazy names? Yeah. When did we get rid of Jimmy and Ted and stuff? And now we've got Tark and Juz. I was sure I was sure that kid's name, for like the first 20 minutes, I was sure the kid's name was Jugs. And I was like, maybe it's like a water reference, but I don't know. This well, there kid's some, named the, after titties. The, the kid's dad or the, or the kid's like new dad that, that is in the movie, the guy I was just talking about, has like a name similar to him. And I thought like it was the same name. It's like Juz and Jax or something like that. Jux. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Jux. I was like, That's what? the kid, right? Yeah. The ki- I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All these stupid names. I think Except that... for Patrick Swayze, he has no name. He's no. totally like the yeah. Yeah, yeah. name Eastwood shit. So like the gist of it is uh, he fights a bunch of sand monsters at the beginning of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. So he's he never just hanging out. into the movie. No, not at all. He's just hanging out in the desert Upside on his down. head. And, yeah, uh, the beginning of the movie. And all of a sudden, sand people from Star Wars are Crawl crawling out. out of the sand. And want to steal his backpack. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, he beats them up and they're they, like... They are up and like out of the sand and digging back. Then they're yeah. back into the sand. Except for when they have a backpack and they have to dig like a dog trying to bury yeah, a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 can't bury this my, my favorite line of the movie, much like Casey's favorite line from Silent, this is like a thing. Like yeah. My favorite line of the movie was uh, when they're trying to steal his backpack <laughs> and uh, Patrick Swayze runs over and he goes, No, you don't! <laughs> <laughs> He tries to say, no, you don't, but he doesn't finish. He goes, duh! Uh, he's got eight <laughs> lines of dialogue, and he can't even finish one oh, line. Oh, my God. Oh, and so they try and steal his bag. He chops a couple of them up. That's the end of that. They go back into the sand for the rest of the movie for some yeah. reason. Uh, uh, I did yeah, laugh, I I did laugh during the opening credits. Um, now, okay, I did. it took me three viewings to get through this. Yeah. The opening credits? Yeah. <laughs> the rest the, he the breezed through. The first viewing I saw about a half an hour. I was kind of drunk. Yeah. And I fell asleep. But in the middle of that, so I was laughing at things that I was like that. One of the producers of this movie, his name is Larry Sugar. And I was just like, no, yeah, I just I wouldn't trust anyone who walked up and was like, hey, what's up? I'm Larry Sugar. I'm I would, like, I would trust them immediately. I make yeah. movies. Hey, hey, give me some of that sweet Larry I'm, Sugar. I'm you got a thousand dollars. I'm Larry Sugar. <laughs> that's not a real name. That's, He's looking around the room. He has a sugar packet in his hand. I'm Larry Sugar. I'm Larry Sweet and Low. Why does he want a thousand? dollars just because he's larry sugar <laughs> yeah he's gonna make a movie yeah oh he's making a movie I'll make you a producer i'm too. gonna make a movie out of your life i'm, now- I'm larry sugar thousand dollars <laughs> i'm larry sugar producer of movies yeah you got a thousand dollars i'm larry <laughs> sugar <laughs> you know what your movie needs uh-huh. some sweets some, some larry sugar. sugar then i got bored watching this movie yeah and I started, totally so boring. i missed about 10 minutes where i got lost in imdb because i went i okay. opened imdb page on uh, the movie on my yeah, you phone. went to Larry Sugar's IMDb, <laughs> and I wound up I wound up on the page for Rush Hour Four. Oh God, which um, has Jackie Chan rumored, Chris Tucker rumored, rumored. and then this other guy. And I was from like, from this movie? No, just some guy. And okay. so I click on him, and he's got like a few credits. And this guy's uh, <clears throat> he's made he made the Rush Hour Four page and put himself on it. He's a nobody actor. Oh my god! No way! Yeah, absolutely. That's that amazing. Rules. And he's like, and he, his film credits. One of them is for like Braveheart or something like that. And and he's in the thanks section, and it says <laughs> many thanks in quotations. <laughs> I'm like. What is this guy? He's, oh my god! No, Look up. Say, it doesn't even say his name at the end of Braveheart. It just says many thanks. Many thanks. And he just assumed he was included yeah. Yeah. in that. <laughs> I'm You're welcome. Get one of them thanks. Many times. Um, but yeah, I found that really weird, and I had a good laugh. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like he fights those guys, and then he goes and meets his ex mentor. 
And that yeah, well, this is yeah, the part that I sorry, thought was Richard William Todd. Check it out; it's hilarious. Yeah. Rush Hour Four. There's this guy, Richard William Todd, on there. He's just pulling for it to happen. He's the. He didn't even give himself a proper. No, he, uh... <laughs> he gave himself a random police officer. Like no, he's, he's, got, a, he's got a groovy him. little soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy, uh, this guy's like got the inside shit because he played like an extra, and he's like, "How? Why don't they know this is happening? I got to get yeah, this up there. It's up to me." Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. So. Patrick Swayze meets his mentor, and then they go for a cup of coffee or some shit in a cave. In a in a cave that has a bar and one table. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was so funny was that the dialogue is basically like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. You were my mentor. Hey, buddy, you were my best friend. Like, we're real pals. Let's go to the scene where you can get killed in front of me. Yeah. Like, like you don't spend any time with them. You don't have any kind of like like." There's no weight to it when this guy gets killed in front of Swayze to, like, make the plot go. You're just like, I just met him. How do I, like, I don't know that you guys have shared your lives together. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they had been traveling together from the beginning. Then I'd be like, oh, damn. the sand people together. That's how you establish that the older guy is the master who taught Mm -hmm. him because he's good at fighting and shit like that, you know. Yeah, he Uh, doesn't just show up after the fight and go, how'd it go? Yeah, Yeah, he, he shows up and knocks down Swayze. So immediately from the beginning, you're like, well, my hero sucks. Oh, yeah. this guy's an asshole. He can't fight nobody. And that old man just knocked him over. Yeah. <laughs> and when the old man gets killed, I was like, oh, they're kicking this into gear so it can become a revenge movie. Like, they're just not going to waste any time with plot because it's going to be an exciting yeah. <laughs> exciting movie. No. And then the rest of the movie is no. just him no, on a, yeah, he just on a goes, farm. Well, I guess that guy's dead now. Yeah. yeah. And he goes to, to the farm. farm, and that's where Brian James is. Uh, and people, they have, some, they have some water there and stuff. Yeah. And then some... some some uh some, some bad guys show up. Isn't that what they do? They're moisture farmers. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Isn't that what Amber Because Roo in the Uncle future Owen there's did? no water because it's water world <laughs> on land, this yeah, movie yeah. basically. I'm just drawing Star Wars comparisons. Yeah. yeah. Did they have any any blue milk? Uh, not that I saw. <laughs> I assume so. Yeah. They were in the desert, Greg. It's the yeah. favorite beverage of Tatooine. Yeah. Um yeah, so evil guys show up, some uh including the guy that killed his master. Right. So he's like all right, and now these guys are around. They're bullying this town yeah. of Swayze, people. Now everyone's kind of weary of Swayze. Like, who's this outsider? Yeah. And then these bad guys show up, and Swayze like kicks them in the head a lot. Yeah. And they leave, and then everyone's like, "You're pretty good at kicking people in the head. <laughs> we have been looking for a guy who's, who's kicking people in the head. Good at kicking people in the head. And they're like, "Hey, you, Dick Smeller, get out of here." <laughs> We don't need you anymore. We got a head kicker. <laughs> All right, I'll pack my things up. I trained my whole life for this. <laughs> you want me to smell his dick? No, no, no. no we're just... not doing that in this movie. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'll, I'll just. Uh... Russ Meyer, I think, is making a movie somewhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, Larry Sugar, dick smeller. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll see you in the next Larry time. Sugar's making a picture on the next lot. Uh, you guys, Larry Sugar said if I smelled his dick, I could be in this movie. That, no? Oh, oh yeah. God. And um, so basically the rest of this movie is like there's a few fight scenes, but it's mostly a drama-ish thing in the future about like yeah. him and this town and kind of like like what happens they're trying to rebuild their town, and the bad guys come in and fucking knock over their fire pit, and that's a big deal, yeah, apparently. Yeah. But we've got no water. No, they knocked there's over no, their... There's no trace of civilization anywhere. No. no. Uh, everyone has crazy names from the future, yet the lead chick has crimped hair. Yes. Yeah. Where <laughs> is she crimping her hair? She has an <laughs> awful lot of crimped hair. Yeah, I now, know, right? <laughs> 
I had a similar complaint with this movie where near the end of the film, uh, Patrick Swayze is getting his stuff together to go fight the bad guy at the end. Yeah. And he puts his sword on his leg. Upside down. Upside down. down. The that sword is crazy. facing up. I was like, what are you doing? You're going to poke your eye out or some shit. <laughs> you know, there's a kid that follows you around a lot. You fucking psycho. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I don't, oh, and well, there's the guy. The guy who kills his mentor is, you know, looks like he was in Wasp. Maybe. Yeah, he looks oh, like yeah, he was yeah. in a hair I metal went, band. I went talking, but same, same yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hair <laughs> metal had, bad guy yeah. with a knife in his, his knee. His knife in his knee, that's how yeah. he takes you out. Yeah, yeah. that's like a special move. Like, yeah. bazing, I'm going to knee you in the balls with yeah. my knife. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I found that unfair. I know. I don't like the way that guy plays. But Swayze yeah, knew yeah. it was coming, so he could dodge it. That's true. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. there was a couple lines that, that that whole I told you not to play with sharp things after he stabs a guy. Yeah. That was pretty funny because oh. I was like, you didn't tell no, him. No, he never play. said that. <laughs> I was like, what are you? The guy's I don't think you guys have even spoken yeah. to Yeah. The guy's like, who are you? You've never spoken to me. Uh, yeah. I, I told you not to play with sharp things. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. I'm the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> if I wouldn't have. Uh, so, so they go. So, yeah. So the bad guys knock down their windmill. Or whatever right, right. it is. So they and, steal. And so they're like, fuck you. We're going to steal your windmill. So yeah. they go. And they, they go to steal the windmill. And that, that's weirdly detailed. Ah, we can't steal the, just this part. We've yeah. got to get the whole thing. Well, don't tell me that. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just kick some guys again. That's your thing. That's what yeah, I want to yeah, see. Yeah. I want to see some steel fucking Don <laughs> action. Yeah, I want to see steel Don. Um. And what I don't know. Eventually, Brian James gets killed like he a gets, dummy. Yeah, because yeah. he was way too drunk. He goes and gets drunk for some reason. By the way, because he's yeah. jealous. Oh yeah, because he's jealous. Because Patrick says now, he gets him all getting the, killed. He does pussy. like totally steal the thunder there. Like he oh does, yeah, like he, he tries to say no, he, he sort of tries. He and goes like, like hey, I wasn't, the bar. I wasn't like, alone. Okay. I had oh well. They're also excited. Yeah, and when and when when that guy dies, it's like not even. It's like it cuts to a scene with like. The guy that's, I guess, like she, the girl, the main girl of this film was with him, right? Before Sweet Swayze came in. Well, I don't know. I just assumed. No, I don't think so. Because I he, like, he... looks in on them having, like, a family moment and he's all but mad. I, I think that that's supposed to be the subtext of his character where he's got a secret crush on Okay. Because yeah. I thought, and... like, when he died, she's just like, oh, he'd still be alive if it wasn't for this thing. But anyway, moving along, like, she doesn't seem to care. Yeah. No, no. Well, it's Brian James. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like Brian James. <clears throat> but yeah, um, so then he fights the the. Well, Brian James dies because he uh, Swayze is uh, has his first one on one fight with Dawkin. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, get, but who and they both are weren't an army, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so both they like, like military men. They have like a code, yeah. a code of fighting. And uh, which I would think should include not stabbing people in the balls with, with your a knee. knee. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's a different kind of war. That is um, true. And so yeah, so that guy kills Brian James. And uh, then there's more, just like nothing. Like a there's bunch a bunch of, of more nothing, and then they fight on like the most garbage dune buggy things for a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was pretty silly. Oh, you mean those those uh, sailboat things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That go about uh, a meter an hour, <laughs> yeah. and, and they have there's like, like a, this high chase. Like the, they have like a jousting match, intense, like chase. Yeah, and and but they're just going like. <laughs> I love the when desert. they like the music, like you know, like oh my god, there's a big joust happening, and they they you know show the things trying trying to make them look you know speed up the yeah. film and stuff, and but then there'd be the close up of the wheel turning on on the sand, you know, and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> like come on, uh, you had your kids make this, yeah. yeah. 
You know, Larry Sugar's kids came in and made some <laughs> I will, go-karts. I will say that the, like, the, like, actual locations and stuff, I was impressed a little bit. For the most part, I was like, this movie looks like you didn't just, like, shoot it next to the city and point it away from the city. Right. Like, it looked like there's a lot of, like like big landscapes and shit so you were you were most impressed with this movie about how far out into the no, desert but, they I went? Mean, <laughs> but like you see these like bargain budget like road warrior knockoffs and it's just like a guy in like a, there's a bit of sand somewhere you know and yeah, it's like yeah. a lot of them look like shit and this one i was like oh it kind of like when it started the first like five minutes i was like oh okay this is like not just some garbage thing it's gonna have like some production value to it yeah. and then some of the other stuff i was like oh no it doesn't no <laughs> no it's just a lot of of pipes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and eventually there's the the bad guy uh from the dead zone gets crimpy hair yeah and uh and way, the kid kidnaps the, the kid. kid first right and then crimpy hair comes to uh, so swayze's then, gotta now save swayze's the day he's gone and gotten the dog so he can look like mad max mm-hmm. yeah i was walks, wondering where that dog the went there yeah i don't know oh i like when okay so when the mummy guy dies, Arnold Vuzlu. Yeah. Uh, or Dark Man 2, as I like to call him. Yeah. Uh, That's what he prefers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it says on his resume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, uh, there's uh, Dark Man 2 and a nunchuck guy. And the nunchuck guy is like, Dark Man 2 takes guy. the kid and he's like, stop him. And nunchuck guy's like, waka, 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 waka. With, with nunchucks. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything with nunchucks. He's he just saying, waka, 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 waka. waka. <laughs> stop saying that and stop that guy. Stop the kid. <laughs> waka, nah, waka, it's waka. my catchphrase. <laughs> and, uh, They're going to print this on t shirts. Swayze just steely with his steel dawn eyes stares at nunchuck guy. He's like, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> and and then the dog goes rawr, 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 and nunchuck guy just turns tail ah! and runs and runs away and then uh, after uh dark man 2 is killed and he's like you shouldn't play with sharp things yeah the dog runs back into the scene with nunchucks in his mouth mm-hmm. he got him gotcha <laughs> and he's like good boy like yeah. i told you to do that i told that dog to get those nunchucks. And, <laughs> i don't know if anyone knows but i want to clear it up that was my doing and then him and the dog walk to the fight and he's gonna fight uh Dokken again yeah and but this the time final showdown sword. yeah and they fight for quite a while, and it's boring. And yeah. then they knock over like a fairly small. Uh, uh, yes, this is the thing that I was thinking I, of. They, they knock me. over like a little like like windmill or yeah, something. It's in about the... eight feet tall, yeah. and it's like totally made out of tin. And foil. like the Overlord, yeah, yeah, it falls on the ground, and then the the, the evil bad guy goes ah. Stop them. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. I, yeah. I laughed at that as well. Oh, my God. I was pissed my He's pants. Like, <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey. You can oh, fight on my land. Yeah. Just Don't. not. Can we not break the windmill? Can please. We, can we not break the post-apocalyptic garbage I have? Just st- everyone stop. Stop fighting. Pick that up. This is why we can't have nice things in the future. This is why we can't have nice windmills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking killed. It was that was really funny. Anyone show that was funny. The entire, the entire movie. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> stop. Stop that. Oh, that windmill had three days to retirement. Yeah. Jesus. And then so he kills uh, Dokken eventually. And then for some reason, the Dokken well, guy. Well, he stabs Dokken through the belly with yeah. the sword. And yeah. as he's dying, he and really. And he totally like, has a dying scene. So you think Dokken's dead. Then he throws a knife in Dead Zone's neck. Yeah. And saves his crimpy hair. Yeah. yeah. And then Dawkins still just sitting there with a the sword through. Yeah. He's like, bring me my sword. Yeah, he's like, give me my sword. Because they've got... Oh, oh, okay. So when he's... Sorry, just to back up. When he's fighting Dawkins, 
at, and after they break the windmill mm-hmm. and bad guy bad, dead zone guys like ah yeah uh, he, all the other guys surround them and one guy gets too close to Swayze yeah and Dokken cuts the guy's head off and he's like I told you not to interfere yeah, yeah. and he looks at Swayze and winks at him yeah <laughs> and so I'm like is he is he gonna t- like turn like, coat be and good? like kill die no. kill dead zone no. No. no I don't know what the wink was for he's just like he's I told you not to interfere the, the wink was somebody yeah I the wink was well, for I really think good. that the subtext you want to fight or smell her dick yeah <laughs> I think the subtext here was that was that Dawkins had a bit of a crush on Swayze bit, yeah, yeah. at the end as he's the, dying he's like listen you're good yeah, yeah. like you're good at you're stuff you're the best <laughs> I, I really dig what you're doing here yeah uh, do you see you want to cut that guy's head off that was cool right <laughs> well the, the, the wink I think was in reference to I think Swayze was there when earlier in the film that guy that got his head cut off tried to do something and the and uh huh. and Dawkins was like don't interfere I'll cut your head off oh really yeah oh really and, like, yeah he says that attention. to him I, I yeah. might have been on I wonder Listen, if that I was sat- one of I wonder if that was one of the three times I fell asleep yeah. during this movie <laughs> Listen, I, I sat down and watched this all in one hour 40 minute sitting <laughs> it's um uh, um and so that's pretty much it they kill both bad guys. I just—it was weird that the bad guy wanted his swords in his hands so he could die. I was like, "Why? That's dumb." Yeah, yeah. And then, and, took him for, and then, well, first he laughs like a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they go back to the house, and then and Swayze leaves. Swayze's like, "Yeah, Peace. yeah." Like, oh, he totally bones here. crimpy, crimpy hair uh, yeah. early in the thing, and then, and then she's like, "Will you stay?" And he's like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna take off." Yeah, he's like, he's got nowhere to go. He's or like, anything. "Nah, he's from like, the, nah, I'm rather, probably just gonna uh, fuck off." Or I'd rather <laughs> walk through the desert alone. He's like, yeah, with no destination. Yeah, if, I, if I'm back this way again with you and your kids, <laughs> if I'm back this way again, I'll bone you again. He's like, "Listen, babe, I'm on from the next from the ex girl to the next girl." Ex girl is you. City. I'm just gonna go bone everyone else in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> this movie was so boring. Ugh. It wanted to be something. It no was shooting higher guys. than it. Like it just Absolutely. needed to give well, clearly me. Clearly, they like I don't know budget got slashed or whatever. Well, the, I think but, they I mean, just it has want, no yeah. money behind it whatsoever. The sets are ridiculous. That's why there's like nothing in this. Except yeah. They spent all the money on getting them out to the desert, and yeah. then we're like, "Oh shit, we need to make sets." I love it at the beginning. They build, they build the big water machine. I don't yeah. know what it does or anything. And then they notice that it's got these two leaks in it, so they just tie some string around it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that'll guys, do it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are building quite a civilization yeah. here. Yeah, strings, future. Yeah, yeah. I felt um, like it, it wanted to be like. Like a like a drama or something. When it, oh, whereas yeah, all I wanted was just a bunch of guys hacking and slashing with swords and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like I don't fucking care. Yeah, I almost That's... saw this movie so many times, but I guess even when I was you know ten, I knew better. Yeah, because it came out in, obviously in eighty seven, and right around the same time as The Running Man, and it was on the video shelf when I'd go to the video store to rent a movie. It was always right next to Running Man R S. Right, yeah, we very close to each other, and they had totally similar covers. Because Running Man's cover for the VHS box back then, Schwarzenegger's face in black and white, and Schwarzenegger had written at the top in red, Mm -hmm. and Running Man in red on the bottom. And Steel Dawn was Patrick Swayze looking all serious, black and white, Swayze in red, and the title. It it looked totally the same, and I I just wanted to watch Running Man all the time. Yeah. It kind of looks like Looney Man. Yeah. Patrick <laughs> Swayze, he's cool, right? Yeah. Uh, was he cool then? Or was he, I think he might have still been the dancing guy. Maybe. Uh, there had been, yeah, no, there had been was, no point I break. I think he was at that point dancing his way into our hearts. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, IMDb just informed me that the woman who, the uh, crimpy hair is his wife. Oh, really? Patrick Swayze's crazy. Wife, yeah. huh. Or was at the time. Anyway. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, still yeah, this movie's still done. It's yeah, real this movie boring. Sucks big time. Um, Don't yeah. watch it. No. I bet you there's people. I think that there are people out there that will be like, oh, I was surprised, but that it wasn't just like a Road Warrior knockoff. But I don't know. I didn't like yeah, it that yes, much. It was. it was pretty boring. Just watch the Road Warrior. Yeah, yeah it's much, definitely. Much better. <laughs> uh-uh. So now we're gonna talk about some albums from '87. Yeah. yeah. We all picked albums, and by we all, I mean you guys, and not me. Must <laughs> <laughs> know one of them. I don't know. Well, we just, well, I, you know, uh, we wanted to get in because it is the last '87, and there's just again, '87 was a really big year. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. Now I realize, and a lot of people kind of ask, you know, uh, why why we watch obscure movies from '87, yeah, and stuff like that, and that was because you don't you don't need us to tell you that. The Princess Bride is yeah. amazing, or like or yeah, Predator yeah. Is Monster amazing. Squad, or right. what, like you know, you the movies everyone talks about. A couple of idiots talk about how good that movie is. Yeah, yeah you, know, like, you need to hear a couple of idiots talk about how shitty another movie. Yeah, right. you know, like now we've brought hopping vampires into your yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> it's welcome. It's more fun to watch it's, all this crazy trash. It is time period than just. I mean, yeah, I, like I saw more stuff that I'd never seen just by like by browsing Netflix or whatever yeah. by '87 and figuring like what's the most ridiculous looking shit for us to talk about? Yeah, like yeah. I'm more that I wouldn't into watch. shitty yeah. '80s movies now than I think I've ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the same thing with the albums. We were, try- you know, we went for a couple of uh, the, ones, a couple that we knew major well, ones. Uh, but we, we, you know, we tried to delve into yeah. things we hadn't heard before, and it, you know, a lot of albums albums got left behind, like. Uh, Tom Waits, Frank's Wild Years. Yeah, yeah, which is ridiculous. But but that's a pretty seminal album. People know that. People, yeah, it's a famous album, you know. Um, And we didn't do. uh, I don't know. There were things that I had on my short list to do for '87 throwback. Like I wanted to, because I've I've never heard it all the way through. Yeah. Def Leppard's Hysteria. Yeah. Also yeah. because I wanted to make Dan Gorman listen to that for a week. <laughs> sure. That would have been great. Yeah. Uh, or Eric B. and Rakeem paid in yeah. full. I, that uh, was my one productions, Criminal Minded. For me, it was between the album I picked and uh, paid yeah. in full. And, oh, and uh, another one. Yeah, sure. So, so what did you you're pick? Welcome. Uh, so my pick for this, uh, well, no, you were ramping up. No, go ahead. Uh Okay, good, because I was bored of what you were saying. <laughs> uh, so my pick uh, was uh, the album Songs About Bucking by Big Black, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, like... It, Tell people who Big Black is in case they don't know. Okay, well, Big Black is, uh, I believe, the first uh, band that uh, Steve Albini, that, uh, you know, a genius producer, Steve Albini, mm-hmm. who produced albums such as um, uh, Surfer Rosa uh, like worked with the Pixies a lot. Yeah. Um, Jawbreakers, twenty four hour revenge therapy. Right. He he was the one who well technically in did utero. in utero, and yeah. then Cobain hated it and took it to uh, Butch Vig again. Yeah. Um. So he's this guy that everybody that every band wants to to work yeah. with because he's he did just the, this amazing Cloud Nothing album from this year. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's his it's his first band, Big Black. Uh. And it has an iconic cover. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just so the, much the so that I've never heard the album, but I know about, like, yeah. Of a woman getting buned. Mm. Uh, and I, I, I try to like Big Black. I mean, I, I do essentially like Big Black, but because there's elements of this album that are cool. The production is fucking super cool. Yeah. Um, but he is, at his essence, a shitty songwriter. Yeah. Like, it's all kind of style over substance, I think, because his lyrics aren't all that great. The first song, Power of Independent Trucking, is fantastic. Uh, and Colombian Necktie is another great uh, song off this album. But it's a little samey, and the 
the songs aren't good enough for him to be as big a dick as he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, like that, that's what it really comes down to. Because he is a cock, and and he worked with the uh, with the Pixies and helped them get to where they are. Because the production on uh, on Surfer Rosa is almost as important as the music. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he he's just not quite there. So he he, he said famously, uh, or I don't know, famously among nerds that uh, like he basically called pixies just another like sort of, of yeah. average uh, college. college rock band yeah and i'm like ah oh, you're such a jealous idiot uh so it it, it tempers or, or it, it it makes me kind of like judge his music a little bit more harshly and, and mm. if his music was brilliant i would be like fair enough he's a dick but he's brilliant but yeah. i don't think he's all that brilliant no there's some good like be- between all of the big black albums there there's Oh, there's like there's one there's, super solid album. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's more good. Atomizer stuff on is a Atomizer. better album yeah. than uh, songs about fucking, but uh, it even it's really uneven too. You know, it um, is. Yeah, but it has like punchy, you know, really memorable stuff like Kerosene, Jordan, Minnesota, and stuff. Yeah. you know, uh, where I feel like this album doesn't. It doesn't really have that memorable track. No, because well, it is very samey. Just it kind of just fucking check, 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 check with a like a a light industrial buzz yeah. the whole way through. You know, <laughs> yeah, like somewhere between Ministries, Every Day is Halloween, and Psalm sixty nine. Yeah, somewhere totally, totally. Um, like Ministry Junior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I'll still listen to this album. Sometimes yeah, I absolutely. just want to listen to Big Black. Yeah, and uh, it's so caustic and like yeah. fucking the world is fucking stupid. And yeah, you're fucking stupid for being alive. You fucking idiot. Just, My parents like, are stupid. Yeah. It's cranky nerd music. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and sometimes I just want to hang out and be a cranky nerd. Yeah, and I yeah. Like it's, it's really satisfying to do that now and again. I'm gonna. <laughs> but, uh, but, I, I've been meaning to listen to it. And I never have. So yeah, I've always. I I know I'm going to someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do it. It's it's definitely worth a listen, and you'll yeah. probably want to pick up more of their stuff. Because mm-hmm. when I first heard songs about fucking, I'm like, oh, I got to get a whole bunch more stuff. because yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. it progresses from here, mm-hmm. and it does to a certain extent. But yeah, and there, yeah, there's great songs. Like again, kerosene off of. Uh, yeah, Atomizer. If you're gonna check them out for the first time, I would say I would say check yeah. out Atomizer before you check out uh, songs about fucking. Yeah. But again, the song, the first song on the album, uh, the power of independent trucking is is yeah, fantastic. really really good catches you like oh this album's gonna kick ass yeah yeah totally and then you get to their cover of he's a whore by cheap trick and it's fucking terrible it's a bummer and that song is so good it's so great it's a ballsy tune too like you know cheap trick yeah yeah and and they they it's funny this cranky caustic band turns it into just a lifeless piece of crap yeah (laughs) so all right i'm done ragging on there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, sure. All right. Still, Steve, if you're listening, I would love to work with you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
get an album he's going, emailing baby. you right now it's not That's that hard to do going, baby. he's yeah. kind of like if you got 900 bucks i'll yeah, yeah. I'll record, record your fucking album yeah we have on my phone we have uh friends who've recorded with him and and uh said it's a great experience yeah yeah which i imagine it probably is um, right. So I I was really struggling with pick, picking the uh, album here, but I decided to go with something that's not really like super cool thing. It was just, but this was a big, big album for me in 1987, and for many years after. In 1987, I got hardcore into U2. Okay, because yeah. of Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree came out in that summer, and I just ate it up yeah I, I went bananas it was at a time where i was like 11 years old and i'm i was always really interested in music but it was that point you know when you start uh really paying attention to the history of music uh-huh. and that feels really important to you mm-hmm. and you want to know about all the well you two like like they sold them on and i watched a ton of mtv and much music and they yeah. really sold you two as an important band because they were you know fighting apartheid and you know Greenpeace and everything, and I and I just <laughs> they were fighting them. Greenpeace. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to. Um, yeah. we, we're against two things: yeah. apartheid and Greenpeace. <laughs> and I just ate it up blindly, like, yeah, oh my god, yeah, I'm a bug in you. Uh, and uh, and I just thought they were really interesting. This Irish band that was. You know, it has like these soaring arena rock songs about Martin Luther King. Yeah, know? well, you weren't wrong. They were interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is before everyone figured out what a giant douche Bono was. Yeah. And, well, all of them, really. Uh, Ugh, and yeah. But Edge. anyway, that album, the, the three huge singles off it, and they were huge. This was like a world-swallowing album. Uh, where the streets have no name, with or without you, and still the one I'm looking for. All mm. of my major, major hits. All the, fantastic songs. They're really good too, but they might be overplayed for you. They're the first three tracks on the album, and then you're just into the into the record. And for uh, like a huge seller and like one of the you know biggest albums ever, it doesn't really have any filler on it. It is a pretty strong album because they're uh-huh. good players, particularly the rhythm section. Yeah, Larry Mullen Jr. is an incredible drummer, uh-huh. and Adam Clayton's an underrated bass player. Uh, yeah, it's weird that it's like Edge. And Bono. Well, I, I guess it's not weird, but it is kind well, of interesting that they don't get the credit or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think at the time, like, Larry Mullen had quite a bit of notoriety as being a, yeah. probably the best drummer in rock. Mm. Um, and I was, like, crazy, crazy into this band. It was just, like, awesome in the late 80s. And, and, it, was, and it was just, it was cool to be into U2. It was, you know, there wasn't the backlash on them yet. And me and all my friends, uh, the Riley Twins, we were all just, like, I can just so in love with this band because yeah. the lyrics are really good. He was a strong lyricist. I didn't realize at the time that it was a lot of uh, Christian metaphors, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. Coming out of uh, Ireland, I, mean, that's Pixies, I think you too, have but he just to. took all the rape and incest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the cool parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I infuriated my friends for the next uh, better part of a decade with my love of U two, and I tried really hard to ride with them. And then Discotech came out, and I was like, <laughs> "No, you, you!" I tried so hard. I tried all, so hard to get into that. We all tried really album. hard, and and there were a couple of songs on Discotech that were, uh, all right, not Discotech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there, I remember there being a couple songs going, "Okay, well, I can sort of get on board with this." But that came out after that. Uh, uh, what's the Z- lemon one? Zuropa. Zuropa. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was just trash. Uh, there's things on Zuropa I like a lot, but it is a kind of. Well, it doesn't make any sense, the album. No. You know, it's a written-on-tour mishmash of things. Right. But, like, U2 went from this thing where, like, they, they kind of 
seemed like rock music was important and they were an important part of it. And then when they changed the image for Octoon Baby and became sort of gregarious. The fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was a brilliant move. Totally. Like marketing wise, genius. Yeah. But then it was just like the whole what they were got a little weird and they got so I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, the curtain got pulled back because mm. now we know, like Bono is always crusading to get politicians to help, you know, to, to not uh, keep all their money and like you know, all this taxes should be going to helping third world debt and stuff like that. But then uh, the, it was discovered that he's moved all of U 2s money to uh, like Switzerland or something like that because <laughs> then he won't get taxed on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like, you fucking cunt. So Are you kidding you're not me? Yeah, yeah. you're not paying those taxes. Yeah. Then? Oh, oh, good stuff. Yeah. Well, because you're hurting for money, Bono millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the worst thing here's the worst. This is the best example of like I used to love this band. Now I hate them. Yeah. I do fucking hate them now. I still like the first couple of records, yeah. but uh, when the BC Boys did the the Rock for Tibet thing, uh, uh, they they had those huge concerts every oh, year. Yeah, yeah. U two played yeah. one of them. I think around the time of Discotheque, that pop album, and Larry Mullen Jr., the drummer, is being interviewed about it, and they're like, "Well, you know, uh, so are you enjoying being here and blah 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 and this and that? And, you know, that's pretty cool what the BC Boys are doing for the people of Tibet." And Larry Long Jr. is like, yeah, well, you know, but uh, when uh, the Beastie Boys were fighting for their right to party, we were actually, uh, you know, uh, f- fighting for people's rights. And it was like, uh, great to become the real life Gareth Keenan, you fucking <laughs> douchebag. Shut your fucking mouth. You sound like yeah. an idiot. Why don't you just be a fucking gracious guest and shut the fuck up? You're here for a good cause. Yeah. They pull all this, these millions yeah. of dollars for it's about like, do, why do you have to come and like and also, smell, make them smell your dick? You fucking <laughs> also, like, isn't, there, isn't there whole intent to make the world a better place through yeah. whatever means? Yeah. So like if it, it, it's not, a, it's a, well, you know, you Who's, uh, We've always been. Yeah, we, we, we've just been doing it better than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I Michaels. guess we're just yeah, a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, you just Lord turn Michaels. into the gremlin from Gremlins 2? Uh, uh, but, like, it's like, well, shouldn't you just be happy that other people yeah. are taking up the cause and taking up the fight? Yeah, well, why would you judge it like that? They're yeah. not doing it U2 style. That's how we do it. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I went from, like, absolutely loving this band to totally hating them. I can go back to the stuff. Like, go, go listening to the Joshua Tree for two days was pretty cool. Brought back a lot of memories. And yeah. Songs like One Tree Hill, still amazing. Running to Stand Still is absolutely beautiful. That's a great song. And it's a really well-produced album. Daniel Lanois is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I was going to go back, the only thing I go back to regularly with them is more, like, War and The Unforgettable Fire. Those are strong mm-hmm. albums. The production is great. Uh, they're kind of at their peak of creativity in those, and it's the less heavy-handed Americana, which yeah. J- Joshua Tree is about that, which is a cool idea for an Irish band yeah. to do an Americana yeah. album. But that's what it is. But it was a fun go back to. But uh, yeah, I know why I don't listen to them anymore. Too. Yeah. But, well, uh, also, uh, but I also know why every they were, album they put out since it's been garbage. Yeah, just garbage. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh, yeah, I, they were I'm... my they were my unquestioned favorite band in the world for. Eight to ten years, uh, and Joshua Tree was my favorite album, absolutely, of my childhood. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm firmly of the like they were lame when I would was hearing about them yeah. because it was like that later period, yeah. and so I've never like I've heard stuff from the from the early like days of U two that sounded cool, but I've never actually delved in. So I think I might go back check out some of those. Yeah, ones. Check out, uh, yeah. like the, uh, yeah, check out the Unforgettable Fire. That's probably the yeah. one to go to for um, sure. That yeah, that and War. 
Those Sweet. Were, those are the best ones. Nice. Yeah. And I didn't pick an album because I'm lazy. I've been busy. Yeah. Well, uh, it is the holiday season. The holidays. So, so uh, getting back on track with what uh, uh, we'd proposed before, is that a strike one for you? This doesn't count. Uh, no. Oh no. No. It? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'll let it go. Wait. We did let. Uh, How you many not strikes have, you, have we been counting? His strikes. strikes? I've, I've got two strikes right. as far as I'm counting. There was the one before, and I forget what it was. Yeah. And then there was the, the, the vampire, vampires. The hoppy vampire. Yeah. I'm on two strikes. Yeah. I'll yeah. take I'm it. I'm sure you've there's an album that you've heard from 1987 you could have talked about. Oh, probably. You know, I didn't pick something new. I picked something I knew. Yeah. To, yeah. You know. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I say I'm calling that. it a strike. strike no, fuck off. Yeah, I'm calling it a strike. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get Wikipedia open. I'll talk about an album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I listened to the Don't Let Start EP by They Might Be Giants again, again. This, this week. Uh, go listen to that because they're the best. Go, go yeah. listen to that and then go listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my one. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. No strikes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back and seeing. I'm pretty sure you got three strikes, Casey. I'm going to go get a bowl part of a hooker. <laughs> and, uh, you're going to pull some gross things out of this bowl. That is a reference. It's going to be weird for people who haven't heard that. Yeah. Episode. yeah really. <laughs> um, so now I guess to round out this episode before we get going, we're gonna are we going to do this hero swap? Yeah. Hero swap uh, cage match brawl. We're going to battle royale. Yeah. Yeah, explain um, explain what you got going. Yeah. Well, um, now this has got very little planning around it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't really know how this will go. But round one is basically over. There are only two matches to go. Yeah. And uh, so unfortunately for those uh, final two losers, they won't be part of this. But we thought we'd do a quick little battle royale of all the people who have lost so far, so there can be a consolation winner. Yeah. Of round one. Yeah, we're so, just gonna we're just gonna just chuck gonna them into the ring, chucking them into the ring one at a time, and we'll <laughs> and eventually maybe they'll all be in there, maybe just one. Yeah, but last yeah. man standing or woman, yeah, uh, is the consolation winner. So looking at this randomly, just in front of uh, so the, our first entry into our battle royale. Everyone knows how the battle royale works, right? In the wrestling, yeah. there's a bit, there's the ring. You've heard of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm vaguely and then aware. One by like every thirty seconds, another wrestler comes into the ring, and if you get tossed over the ropes, and your feet touch the ground, you're out. Okay. So uh, first entry is Kickass. Okay, Kickass gets in. He's just he's uh, there, walking he's, around. He's in there yeah. by himself. And yeah. He is. Let's then explore met, that for a while. He is. Yeah. He <laughs> waves at the crowd. Does his thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then now he's Foxy Brown has entered the ring. <laughs> oh. <all> okay. Right. <laughs> Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Uh, she's yep. a, she's not going to take any shit from Kickass. I, I think feel she's like going to go right at him. Yeah. You think? Yeah. yeah. She's gonna she's gonna take him out super quick. I think. I okay. think she's gonna run over. Uh, Kickass is gonna try and get a couple fight uh, punches in or some Does hits she just with like, a stick. Like, take him like one of those like I don't know. Oh, oh, you think there's gonna be a fight? But no, there isn't. He's yeah. already out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I think that's true. Yeah, okay. she's yeah. just gonna she get rid of it fast. She's gonna have her hands. He's gonna struggle, but she's just gonna go. Yeah. Now walking into the ring. Oh, he's not even gonna see it coming. No. He's. I still picture him waving. He likes attention. He's gonna be confused by the crowd and the flash. Lights, and it's a good thing she did it fast because now she's dealing with King Braddock, who's not missing an action. He's here. Oh, yeah. oh shit! <laughs> he showed up for action. He showed up. 
Okay, so, so Braddock is uh, present for action. <laughs> <laughs> Braddock here, <laughs> ready for action, ma'am. Um, so Braddock is a, is about he gets in the ring and then he has a flashback and so while he's standing yeah. there, <laughs> while he's he standing there having a flashback to nice Vietnam, memory. she throws him out. He's got a he's having a flashback to when the wrestling a, ring he was yeah. in, in. A Spider Man runs by because he flashes back when he's watching like Spider Man on TV in that movie. <laughs> you're, going, you're going deep cuts. And then yeah, he she, chases the Spider Man. Yeah, out he's of the like, ring. oh yeah, shit, yeah. I'm in Vietnam. The Spider Man that only Fair he enough. can All see. Right. Yeah. Foxy Brown still out. standing. Ding, ding, ding. Next entry is James Bond, but Daniel Craig style. Okay. Uh, so Foxy Brown didn't even have to fight Braddock. No, he yeah. just jumped out of the <laughs> he ring. Chased an imaginary Spider Man yeah. out of the ring. I think. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> she was like, oh, well, "That's yeah. a freebie." I think Dan, uh, Bond comes in and fucks her. Uh, you, you yes, think you know Oh yeah, no question. I, I don't think that they just can, comes in and starts putting the moves on. I don't even think either I of think, them okay. can can like fight the attraction. No, no, no. The two of Bond, them just start. No, to Bond bump. comes in and tries to fuck her, and sh- that makes her angry. Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, oh, I feel like she's into it. I feel like uh, I, I think either the they're either either he tries to fuck her, and she's like not into it. Or like I think they're gonna have a fight. I think they're gonna have a brawl. Yeah. I think they will come to blows. Like non-sexual blows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bond will fight a lady. That's yeah, true. I think sure, they sure. will. I think yeah. they'll just start like tossing blows back and forth, right, punching let's each make other this in the weird, face. Because ding, ding, ding! Next entry is already coming in before we even yeah, know what's happening, it. and it's Timothy Dalton's Bond. Oh, oh shit! Man. <laughs> two okay. Bonds. We got some Bond on Bond action. Yeah. The two Bonds come in, and it's like at the end of those movies where you don't. The person looks like the other person. They don't know who to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't know which person to fight. <laughs> no, like like he comes in and the two bonds get distracted by each other and they just start throwing quips yeah. at each other, like and, and they keep out trying to out charm yeah. each other and and she's just kind of standing there. She watching. starts no, I looking. I feel like Timothy Dalton tries to out charm. Daniel Craig's Bond and Daniel Craig just breaks Timmy, Timothy Dalton's thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ow! It's just like a warning. Yeah. Like he yeah. just but, reaches out. Nothing. Like Dalton's just standing there and he just reaches out, crank. Yeah. And just fucking breaks. While his this thumb. is all happening though, I think Foxy Brown starts looking for the contact on the ground that she thinks she lost because she's seeing double. Oh, uh, right, right. So she's so like, he cracks what? Timothy Dalton, okay. right? And Timothy while, Dalton's while, out. While all of that is happening, uh, Carrie Mahoney from Police Academy is just entering. Okay. So Timothy okay. Dalton's down because yeah, so of Craig. He's got, his, he's got his thumb broken. He, he needs to get that look. He's down. down. So he jumps out yeah. the ring. Oh, he jumps out the ring? Oh, okay. is he going to jump out? He's disqualifying himself? Because, yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah. Fuck him. He yeah. jumps out of the ring. Yeah. And then yeah. while Foxy Brown is looking for this contact, Daniel Craig runs over, and they start fighting. And this is when... Carrie Mahoney. Mahoney, Mahoney comes, comes in. in, but he sees the fighting and then just makes some weird, crude sexual. And then jokes that <laughs> that upsets both Bond and Foxy Brown, so uh, they tag team. I like a Mahoney. little Bond, uh, Bond Foxy and Foxy Brown, Brown team, team up. Yeah. It's like when Undertaker and Kane get together. Yeah. Absolutely. So they just fucking murder Mahoney. Yeah, a, t- yeah. a temporary yeah. alliance yeah. for the rest they of this. They put an <laughs> actual bun in his oven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> bun in his oven like a fist in their stomach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then they don't even fight they just they're waiting yeah for they're the waiting for the next to, uh, and they're covered in carrie mahoney's blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're all right um uh, okay where are we so then uh next next entry coming down we got vasquez Oh, oh shit! The very controversial. I yeah. feel like Vasquez. I feel like what Vasquez is going to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what? For for MHR, I feel like what Vasquez is going to do. I think she's going to get in the ring and immediately murder Foxy Brown. I yeah. feel like she's going to. She wants to be happen. the only woman yeah. in that ring. Yeah. So she's going to. They're going to fight it out, but I think she's going to either murder Foxy Brown or toss her to the ring somehow. 
Yeah, yeah. So I she's think- out. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now it's Vasquez against Bond. Bond, against Craig's Bond, and... And that's it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. yeah other yeah. guy, le- other Bond left, and Mahoney's out. Right. All right. So Vas- we got Vasquez I think against- Vasquez takes Bond out. You think? Yeah. Just does a little cleaning house right I away? I think she just, like, she gets in, Daniel she's Craig's like... Craig's a bit of a, a bit of a beast, though. He's, he, not, he's yeah, not to be trifled yeah, with. Like, does she have anything, though, I think they her? get into it. I think no, there's just a good yeah, fight going this, on. This is a good question. We, we we haven't applied all the rules. I mean, they don't have their signature I think, weapons. I say they no don't weapons. have weapons. Okay. Right. No weapons. So they're, they get chairs, into it. chairs, tables, ladders, yeah. that and kind a whistle. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. They get into it. They're fighting. Who else pops up? Who pops in? Popeye Doyle. Okay. Time for a racist fist fight. Yeah. Wait. Oh, so Vasquez, yeah, so so Vasquez is the only non-white person in the ring, so, yep. yeah, Popeye Doyle, I think, goes at her. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in, in he tries part. to keep her in line, but I think Vasquez, I think I think Popeye he's going to throw around some of his, like, old-timey cop, yeah. like, shaking down at the bar kind of thing. And she's yeah. not going to have it. Put all your shit in the hat stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's she's gonna not going to have it, though. <laughs> she's not going to like that. Yeah. She's going to start fucking, I think, so she stops fighting with Bond. And just beats the hell out of Popeye Doyle. Yeah, yeah. You think she takes out? Popeye I think she Doyle? takes out Popeye. Yeah, because he says he's, some. He says some I think maybe Bond is kind of reeling a bit. Yeah. You know, okay. So now he, Popeye yeah, Doyle's gone. Popeye Doyle's gone. Vasquez is like peak adrenaline. Right. And, and Bond is. She's fully on top right now. Like, like yeah. she's she as Popeye Doyle was coming into the ring, she was uh, kicking the shit out of uh, out of Bond. So yeah, he's reeling in the corner. Yeah. Uh, Popeye Doyle's out, mm-hmm. and in comes Mister Miyagi. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't feel like Vasquez is gonna have a problem with Mister Miyagi. No, no, no she's I gonna let know. him chill. I think. Yeah, maybe we got another Bond? like let's team up thing, and Miyagi and Vasquez and take Vasquez care of Bond. Take yeah, Bond. let's yeah. do that. That okay. totally happens for and sure. Then another uneasy alliance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because at any moment anyone could take out Miyagi. Yeah, all right, so they they collect themselves and wait, and entering is Roger Murtaugh. <laughs> uh, he's too old for this shit. Yeah, yes. he's he's. He's too old for this shit. And so he looks at the ring is, I'm good. And yeah. he leaves. And he leaves. <laughs> like, you know what? Too old for this Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Fair enough. And then he is immediately replaced by Ford Fairlane. Uh, oh, okay, so we got Vasquez in a ring with Ford Fairlane yeah. and Mr. with Miyagi. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that alliance is really going to come into play. I think uh, so, too. I don't Vasquez think Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi would be you know fond of Ford Fairlane. No. No, no. Yeah. So do you say they take him out? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that she does some messed up things to his junk. Like, yeah, I okay, think there's yeah. a lot of ball stomping. All right, yeah. so she does some ball stomping, kicks him out of the ring. Yeah. He falls flat on his face. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't even get a punch in yeah. anywhere. He, gets he comes up, in and goes, oh! hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he does, I don't know. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock, and then she fucking kicks smell him in the my cock. cock, and then she's like, no, <laughs> she's like, no, and just no. kicks him. Oh my goodness! So he's out. Okay, and and we have entering. Oh yeah, I forgot the whole. I forgot this is a thing. Losers from round one entering now is Dan Gorman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I right. Come in, I'm like, good. what, 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 what? Okay, so KG, KG Gorman, who, if you guys uh, uh, remember, uh, I got my will we'll take you the fuck out with his pog slammer, which is so not come a in. euphemism. Now I come in and I try to work this shit psychologically. <laughs> okay. So, so sorry. Just to recap, we've got Vasquez, we've got Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi and, and Dan Gorman. And you now okay. i come in and, and what's to, your strategy who do you go with? i come in and to them i to them my my play is uh is like because they have an alliance going on and they're kind of like the like we got the old man and then she's kind of there and she's badass she's protecting the old man 
I'm going to come in and just kind of be like, oh, man, I'm like an outsider, too. What's up? Let's all fucking be this trio, and we'll totally kick everyone's ass. All right. So I think I get on their good sides because okay. I'm a nice guy. You are a nice guy. I, I think Mr. Miyagi might. No, oh, Mr. Miyagi will be like, I'll take you under my wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. Got some, you've got some I macho like qualities. Yeah. And his pong slapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the thing, though. You have to trade your name. When, as soon as you get in the ring, you're now the pong the yeah, right. like slapper. So let's, who, who comes in after that? <laughs> Next we've got, oh, uh, where are we here? Uh, Conan? Uh, Jack Burton. Jack Burton? Yeah. Okay. Um, a little big trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh, now man. he we uh. we established that he's kind of like a, a fuck up, right? Like he, yeah, yeah. He, he sort of bumbles his way through. So that. I think yeah, we yeah. just all four of us just pick him up, throw him out of the ring. <laughs> 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 he slips on a banana or something. We throw him out of the yeah, ring. Yeah, but he lands on his feet outside the ring. It's all the reflexes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's he still out. Kim Cattrall, and he calls it a day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. All enough. right. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, uh, Bond Connery. Oh, Connery Bond. Connery's okay, Connery so, Bond. so there's another Bond in okay, there. Okay, so, so now we've got Connery, I think Gorman, Bond, Mr. Miyagi, and Vasquez. And Vasquez. I think the alliance is going to be like, this guy is a woman beater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. But the Bonds always go at... Oh, no, is it... He's the only Bond right now, right? He's the only Bond. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I agree. We're all yep. like, you, we don't like your character in here. Tag it up and... Yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do when you... Are you going to be just like, go get him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you standing in the corner going, do it? Yeah. Get that guy. Yeah, I'm going to throw in some punches and all right. pushes. Okay. So, right now, we... <laughs> I'll we push got, him out of the ring. Yeah, you're going to feel like a big man. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. What? All right, all right, so we still have Miyagi, Vasquez, yeah. and so basically what we're doing right now is just amassing all the people we like. Uh, no, but no, there's a good somebody, nature. I don't know. Vasquez somebody is a could come force. in and fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, speaking of fucking things up, we got a heavy hitter walking into the okay. ring. Okay. Really uh, heavy hitter. Yeah. Like, I'm so shocked this guy did not make it into the second yeah. round. I'm still confused by it. John Matrix, everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From who was he against? I can't remember who he lost. He lost to Frank Martin, the uh, transporter. Okay. Oh. When his coconut gloves. Yeah. Oh, coconut so, gloves. So, <laughs> command, Commando and and Vasquez start going at it. Yeah. And I think Matrix. I think Matrix takes, takes out, out her. Yeah. Yeah. And then like rips her in half or something, throws her out. Yeah. Right. Whatever it is he, he does. Yeah. Um. And then now he's got bloodlust. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. now it doesn't matter that he just murdered this girl. He's totally fine with coming over to me. <laughs> and no, you know what I think? Yeah, I think he does come over to you and starts menacing you and shit. And then Miyagi, because you guys had had that alliance, yeah. and he's a pretty faithful guy. Miyagi yeah. comes and, and just takes him out from behind. I don't okay. think he takes him out. You no. don't think so? I don't think so. I think he strikes him. Yeah. Right. But... So John he turns Major's around. Trained soldier. He is a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. He, he is. Uh, he's a martial artist himself. Turns yeah. around, murders Miyagi. Yeah, I, he turns around and and like bites his head off or something. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. He does, bites a Miyagi. So now it's just me and Commando. Yeah, you and I. I don't know. I guess at that point I'm scared shitless. I want to get out with my life, and I and I run away. I don't. I don't want you to get out with your life. But I get out. But if you if you so choose that. If that's what yes. you would do, that that's what I would do. Jump, jump yeah. out. Once, feet on well, the ground. Feet yeah. on the ground. Feet on the ground. Once the alliance is broken up, and uh, one of the, as soon as one of the alliance people is is killed, I'd be like, oh, okay, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> alliance over. Yeah. All right. So I'm out, and yeah. we were, were left with with we just nobody Matrix but Matrix. Yep. Yeah. And he is about to be joined by Axel Foley. 
Um, <laughs> oh, no. So he is about to murder Axel, Axel Foley. Axel Foley. Yeah, he comes in. He just in, gets the saddest stories. Tries and, yeah. He comes in, tries to be funny, and John Major was like, I'm not laughing. I don't feel funny. Yeah. Who's laughing now after oh, he kills him? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's, uh... Okay, well, he's going to be replaced then by Dick Tracy. Oh man, Commando oh, kills Dick yeah, Tracy like, for yeah. sure. See, the problem here is that it, now, now the ring is just a trap. It's yeah. just a it giant is. Yeah. A very killer. big, scary man in there. Yeah, well, you don't know who we're gonna run to, but he definitely Dick Tracy pulls out his a like pea shooter gun or something. He's like pew pew or like I'm. Ready. I feel like I feel like Dick Tracy Dick might Tracy's, be a little bit cagey. Yeah, like, he's like a clever might, guy. He's got a good right hook. Yeah. I think he can go a couple rounds and like they're kind of duking it out a bit. Yeah, uh, uh, who's in next after that? Jack Traven. Uh, uh, speed, speed, speed. Uh, Okay, so Spaghetti yeah, so I Reeves. think that there, I think that uh, that John Matrix is wearing Dick Tracy down. Yeah, uh, just pummeling him. Uh, but but he's but Tracy's evading him a little bit. So then we got uh, Jack Tracy, who's more clever than anything. He doesn't yeah. do any like too much. He does a lot of running and hopping on tops of things, but he doesn't actually take anyone out with his bare hands and speed. Really, no, no. But he's he's a very moral, I think, mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to immediately start to try to help out Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they're both cops. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They got yeah. that code. They so they that. start beating up on on Commando. I don't think that the the two of them can take him. Oh well, maybe they could like knock him down or something and get him out of the ring, but they can't kill him. No, I think they're getting him up. You know, you know when they're it's two two little guys yeah. trying to pick up a big guy mm-hmm. and they're pushing and he's fighting to go over the rope and they they might have. The edge here, yeah. Yeah. and then uh, ding, 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 Casey Lyons is entering the ring. Oh, what's up, bitches? You know what's going to happen now, because I want to see some carnage. I help Matrix back into the ring. Damn yeah. right you do. You, yeah. pick, you pick the winning horse is what yeah. you Fucking do. A, that's what I do. Yeah. I don't no allegiances other than what's going to help me I think win. But what do you do to the to Dick Tracy and... Uh, I think a running, like a running know, rock star slide, like the knee slide. Yeah, yeah. Power slide. Up behind both of them, nut shots. Oh Double yeah, nut shots. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never seen you do that. I'm like, uh, I do that all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's really irritating. <laughs> it is. Don't okay, stand so you, beside anybody. You hit him in the nuts, and they're the they're both. down for the count. And then what? Schwarzenegger does the rest. Throws Schwar- them yeah, the ring. Schwarzenegger then because he's he's mad at them for trying to, to yeah. get to get his shit out of the ring. So I think he he in like a fucking crazy like fit of rage. And strength, he takes them and just mashes them together into a ball, <laughs> into one, into one person, yeah. and then just throws that throws out them of the in. Ring. Okay, enough. so now it's you. So and now it's me and and Who's John Matrix, next? and um, I just helped him out. It's you know? true, it's I just true, and I think out. I know what's going to happen. Uh, right. The next entry is Red Sonia. Okay, Red Sonia enters the ring, and I think Matrix look looks at you, and you're kind of like, well, I, you know, I'm here to help. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, agreed. And then he picks you up and throws, and throws you yes. through Red Zone. Yeah. Right, which kills both of you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and knocks absolutely. us both. He, he yeah. picks me up and, and like straightens me up yeah, like, like an arrow <laughs> and then whips me through her stomach. Yeah. And, yeah. and the force of that sends us both out of the ring. Yeah. It sounds about right. All right, who's next then? That's, that's just a little glimpse into my head. That's how I always pictured myself. Yeah, yeah, it looks about the right way. Well, we've got uh, John uh, uh, yeah, Lazenby, George Lazenby's bond. Is here. We got Lazenbond. Oh, Lazenby's dead. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just him against uh, Matrix right now. Commando's yeah. fucking killing him. For yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't see what's going very well for him. So in any kind of way, while he's killing them, well somebody else comes Matrix. in. Yeah. Uh, in- incoming. We've got uh, Hit Girl. Okay. Against right. John Matrix. Yeah. Mm. 
and he's in the middle of killing. She George okay. Lasby. He's in the middle of killing I think George Lasby. Choke out. Is that what we got he's going on? He's choking here? out George Lasby. She runs up hand. to him as fast as she can, and 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 Matrix just boots her out of the ring. Yeah, like, you think out, just like just a... boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next to enter the ring. Is Lazenby still being choked? I think he gets a good long joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's keep him in there being He's choked still being for choked. a while. Okay. That's fine because entering the ring is Fletch. Fletch. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, Fletch. Uh, Fletch uh, comes in and asks John Commando for a towel because he just hit a water buffalo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and Matrix having having some semblance of a sense of humor, he gives him a rectal exam. Yeah. <laughs> Moon uh, River. <laughs> Gives him a violent <laughs> rectal exam. I'm sure it's not for a lack of looking. Uh, <laughs> um, the while, okay, so Lazenby's dead. While uh, John Matrix is up, Fletch's ass. Yeah. See, things do get interesting yeah. for kids. There's still, there's still some interesting people out there. Yeah. Is walking into the ring is Indiana Jones. Okay. Okay, so so we've currently got John Matrix up Fletch's ass. Yes. Uh, and then in Fletch walks, is singing. Yeah, yeah. He's singing Moon River. And then in walks, uh, sorry, who? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out where Indiana Jones' uh, loyalties would lay here. Um, I think in these kind of situations, the opportunist in him comes out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so he. I think perhaps he might. And he's fought bigger men. It's happened, mm-hmm. you know, particularly mm-hmm. Temple of Doom. To go over and push them all air belt fight <laughs> with that big fella. Yeah. You know, and he, he can trade. Blows. Well, because he's because John. I think at this point. Commando has his hand up somebody's ass. He's only got one hand. I think. I think it's jump possible. on his back from behind and start to choke him out. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there's a way that he could get. But Commando the whole out of the time, ring. I think Matrix, because he has his hand all the way up, uh, Fletch. He's just using him like a uh, like a hand puppet. I was yeah. just gonna say. Yeah, so, just, so he's delighting the crowd. Yeah. Or just punching uh, is, punching him with, uh, with somebody with his, on his With, his, uh, with his, Fletch his Fletch glove. Yeah. Fletch just glove. punching um, Fletch's oh body. Oh, yeah, that's like what he's doing. doing. So on. Fletch is dying while while uh, being used as like a punching mm-hmm. glove. Yeah. Um, uh, who's he punching again? Oh, he's, Indiana he's Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Indiana Jones gets out of that, though. Like we, I think, I think, I think he's gonna, he can Fletch. hang around for a little bit. Here. So he punches him with the body. Uh, Fletch flies off of uh, Commando's hand out of the ring, and we're left with the two. And then uh, who comes in? Uh, Let's next, do that. Uh, sorry, next. Yeah, time, we've got we've got uh, Indiana Jones, Jack Ryan, Indiana Jones. We've got Indiana Jones and John Matrix circling yeah. each other. Right, and and Jack, Ryan Jack Ryan, comes in. another Harrison Ford who's just walked into the ring. Oh yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford. Oh, okay, um, so I think the two Harrison Fords team up. I think. Ooh, I think whenever somebody comes I in who's the same, fella. I think, yeah, I just think whenever one pro- character comes in that's played by the same person, I think there's a lot of confusion between those two characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and that confuse is, the the opposition. Too. Yeah, I think Matrix is like, well, I'm yeah, but I think like, I think that they'll be confused with each other, and then that Matrix will just be like, oh, now I'm going to kill you guys while you're confused. Oh, you yeah. think they'll be confused? Yeah, because they're like, the what? Like, who are you? Gonna, Why well, do you look exactly up, like me? Who's he going to go at? I guess he goes at Jack Ryan first. He goes together. He goes up and yeah. crushes their heads into each other or something. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> into, in, into another person amalgam. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I was hoping Lord, there would we be... we still got fucking Matrix just lumbering around that room. <laughs> well, I was hoping there would be some distraction for the next entry because now I'm walking into the ring. Oh, shit. Oh, so now it's just you and John Matrix. I'm just walking into And a couple corpses. Yeah. Uh, well, I made an alliance with them. It's true. So, so I, what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm going to walk into the ring and I'm going to do my Schwarzenegger impression. Now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and confuse, him. confuse him. Yes. Oh, so he thinks. Yeah. So he starts to think that you're him. I'm going to be like, get just the mouse. 
I don't understand. I'm you. You're me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. The clone. I am the clone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then what happens is somebody else will You say my family. And he'll be like, I'm being human. You're me. I'm you. Yeah. And then <laughs> with all your lessons. I can hold Just, this up for 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's. And like at first he's confused and like, what kind of black sorcery is this yes. but then halfway through he starts to really enjoy it and he's clapping yeah. and like yeah, yeah. but I think I think the next person runs in while this is going on yeah, what do you yeah. think and then that next person is Lee uh, Bruce Lee oh. Bruce Lee runs in Commando's confused you're entertaining him what happens uh, I think Bruce Lee comes in and uh, uh, I think he takes out Matrix I think he kicks Matrix in the head or something in yeah. the ring yep well, he's he doesn't clapping. kill him. He just he no. Kicks he knocks him, him out. He kicks him and kicks him and kicks him and kicks him until he finally gets out of the ring. Yeah, and he's he didn't know what hit him because he's clapping and laughing. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's just he's enjoying the show. He's forgotten yeah, all about yeah, the fight. Absolutely. Now so like, now it's you. I'll grind the grass on like me. Yeah. <laughs> so then Greg tries to do his Bruce Lee impression. <laughs> I, it's found to be horribly racist. <laughs> and Bruce Lee takes and your head off. Killed by Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. I'm very that happy with the way that well went. Me. All, right. All right, Bruce Lee's in the ring. How many more okay. do we have? How many more? Well, that is a very good question, Dan Gorman. We're I'll running long. What. I got to go. I know. We're just about done here. Okay. You know why? Why? There's only one person left. Oh, oh. shit. Bruce Lee's going up against Han Solo. Han Solo. Oh, man. Fuck. So this becomes a question of who shot first. Uh, yes, I feel like Solo doesn't play by rules. He brings his gun into the ring. You think so? I think oh, he's got shit. it on his hip. Yeah, right. They didn't know it was a gun because it's like a futuristic it's a future gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a lightsaber or a gun? Oh, it's a gun. It's, it's he doesn't okay. have a Jedi. Okay. Lifesaver. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, some nerd shit. Lifesaver. <laughs> I didn't say lifesaver. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He comes in with uh, his lifesaver. He comes in with a lifesaver. Butter saver, rum goes, flavored. Hey, I, got, I got butter rum. Ooh, ooh. It is the holiday season. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, you think that you think that Han Solo, being like the scumbag uh, smuggler that he is, uh, a drug runner, essentially. He is. Um, yeah, yeah. Drug runner. Yeah. Uh, and he comes in and he just shoots. You know what he does? I think he, with a little nod to Indiana Jones, uh, you know, uh, Matrix makes this big blustery uh, uh, kind of lunge for him, and he just shoots him like uh, like that scene in uh, in Indiana no, no, Jones. No, it's not Matrix. It's it's Bruce Lee. Oh, it's Bruce yeah. Lee. Yeah. Oh, Bruce right, Lee. right, right. I'm willing to put it to a coin sauce whether or not his shot hits because okay, he gets yes. one shot. Yeah, uh, he gets one shot luck. before the officials swarm him for having a gun. It's true. Right. And let's see, uh, what heads. He hits Bruce. And yes, him. in uh, the head. Yeah. Han Solo walks out alive. Oh, hey, shit. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Consolation well, round winner. I thought Matrix Han had it for a while. Han Solo did it. <laughs> I thought Matrix was going to have he it. He got lucky. He, he got a, he yeah. has a gun. Yeah. He has a gun. He yeah. has a gun, and, we'll and he was at the we'll very end. Consolation round winner for every round, yeah. and then we'll make the four of them fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consolation <laughs> round fighters. Amazing. That was uh, that was amazing. That was, yeah, that was so we much fun. We did it. <laughs> oh my god! I think that was the best nerd explosion. That was so <laughs> good. Yeah, I I am okay. thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> we've uh, we've done some good work for us killing That's, all of those yeah. Harrison Ford characters in the first. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's our Christmas present to our listeners. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> have a very happy Christmas in the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Next. Uh, Next round, I want to see uh, his character from Regarding Henry. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll get in the ring and then forget why he's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. 
that's been the episode. Enjoy uh, your holiday. Yeah, you uh, merriest of Christmases. Yeah. And Hanukkah. And yeah. Kwanzaa. Happy uh, of all of the holidays. The other ones. Ramadan. That's um, so, yeah, hopefully you were Boxing Day shopping while listening to this. You've yeah. got all your stuff. Yep. Uh, you can head on over to Twitter and find us at SYNWPC or Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. And you can follow us on Twitter at Modern Superior for all of our shows, Kangaroo Court, uh, Improv on Tape, Bruce, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. They're all on there. So that's it. Uh-huh. We will see We've you. We'll uh, see you in the new year. In the new year. year. Yeah. Right away in the new year. Yeah. Much. yeah. All right. Okay. See you later, Internet. Okay. Bye. See you later, 2012. Damn. <laughs> you, you guys. <laughs> Garbage day. <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> I'm supposed to say that. Naughty this! Lorraine <laughs> Newman. That was pretty good. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.